Rio Grande River is served as a landing point for illegals crossing into the U.S. for more than two years. Uh, this means not even the feds can patrol there. Matt Finn, live in Eagle Pass, to tell us how it's going. On, I guess this is, is this day one or day two, Matt? Good morning. Uh, essentially, day two, this all started developing yesterday, Bill, and it's a rather remarkable situation. Behind me right now is Shelby Park, the park that you were referring to. Our viewers may recognize it. Our cameras have been here for about two years now, showing you the mass illegal immigration that happens right here in this park. You might recall even just a few weeks ago, there was that huge surge of migrants who crossed right here. Well, now under Governor Abbott's emergency declaration, the Texas National Guard has seized control of this park and some surrounding land along the river, put up fencing and razor wire, and kicked out federal border patrol agents, arguing that it's the Biden administration that has perpetuated illegal crossings, so Texas is going to control this land from here on out. Our crews have seen what appears to be Texas National Guard blocking border patrol agents from key areas of the operation here. And senior border patrol agents confirmed to Fox News that BP has pulled resources to avoid a confrontation. Now, it's not quite clear if this unprecedented move by Texas is really going to help. What a way to start this show. Yes, sir. I, I, I want to be careful. But could it be the start, perhaps? Civil War? Uh, well, it's definitely a, a governor saying, I've had enough of this shit. You know, so it, it's a frightening, <laughs> if you're not going to, I'm going to. It's a frightening scenario. I'm Tommy. I'm Bear. And we are the Unrefined Guys. We're two guys who know a little bit about a whole lot of things, don't know a whole lot about one particular topic. That was Bill Hemmer and Fox News that was reporting there. Um, this... This happened uh, middle of last week right? where Governor Abbott said, enough's enough. We are done. The Biden administration has chosen to not with uh, to hold up its end of the bargain where laws are enforced. And so the Texas National Guard has been activated <clears throat> and they are kicking out federal law enforcement officers yeah. from the area. What is this could have some serious ramifications? Yes, it can. But I, I believe it's in within the Texas Constitution to do what they've done. Oh, I agree. But Ruby Ridge, you know, the feds kind of did their thing. Yeah. Waco, the feds kind of did their thing. What happens if federal law enforcement comes in and says, fuck you? And then the Texas National Guard says, fuck you. Well, yeah. Now you're in a standoff. It is, yeah. <clears throat> and it does open the border up while those two are scrapping for more people to cross. Perhaps. Perhaps. I, I think it's an interesting dynamic. I hope it's a wake-up call to the federal government and to show that we're done with this. Bingo. We need to get this fixed. Maybe if you guys stepped up and did your job, we wouldn't be doing it for you. Well, here's the thing. The Biden administration has been arguing with Texas for some time that it is the federal government's job to enforce federal law is where it comes to immigration. Governor Abbott has said, I agree. Do your fucking job. Yeah. And the Biden administration, as we know, hasn't been doing their job. 
And so we now have this influx of estimations anywhere from 8 to 12 million people have illegally crossed over the border since the Biden administration took yeah. office. Putting more of a strain on <clears throat> that Texas and other border states. Right. You know, financially. Well, and, and it's putting more of a financial stra- burden on the U.S. taxpayer because what people don't realize is that every single person who comes over that border, and the numbers vary depending on who you're hearing it from, they're getting anywhere between $2,200 and $5,000 a month yeah. onto a debit card or a, a prepaid card or whatever. They're getting a cell phone. They're getting health insurance if they go to California <clears throat> or if they hit our Medicaid system. Yeah. Um, and in some cases, in Maine particularly, they're building a complex for these immigrants to be housed for free for two years or more. There in New York last week, the governor closed down a high school and brought in a, a busload of immigrants to be housed at the high school, basically telling the kids, your education isn't that important. Taking care of these migrants is Fair enough, that's humane. What about all of our homeless, our yeah, vets, veterans. Yeah. who are sleeping out on the streets? We aren't, the, the government isn't doing anything for them. No, not really. <clears throat> I will say that I am impressed in a way of what the mayor of Denver has done in the sense of helping the homeless. Sure. And and putting them up in, in, in shelters and, and, you know, buying op- old uh, hotels and you know putting them in there at least it's a step in the right direction it's not a, a permanent fix i don't right. think we can sustain that because then we're just gonna get more and more homeless to come to our city because right. they're gonna free get, housing they're gonna get free housing um same with the immigrants you know we're they're we're, they're coming across the border to get free money right because they get five thousand up to five thousand dollars a month and they don't have to work well, they can't work because I, 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 yeah, I know, right? So, I mean, if you're going to pay me five k a month to you know sit around and and just sponge off the system, I might just do that. Five k a month. I'm not good at math, but that's about what seventy thousand a year. Five times twelve, yeah, it's sixty. Sixty grand a year is yeah. more than a lot of people in this country make. That's above the median income, yeah. And they don't get taxes yanked out of it. Plus, right. they're getting free health care. Yeah. Um, maybe we need to take our family and take a gander over to Mexico <laughs> and then come in through there. I, I, I think we get caught at the at the border. You don't I, think we could fake an accent I think, of some I, sort? I think your wife would be the only one that could get away. Well, she is the Hispanic. We could try and say we were like German or Russian or something. Yeah, that's true. Because the, the, the part of the problem is, is these people are being brought over, quote unquote processed, given a... A packet with a plane ticket, no name given, and told, carry on, go where you'd like. What? Just go to the bus station or train station. Bus station, train station, or airport. And uh, just say you want to go here. And And the booger pickers at the TSA, now I got to be honest, I I fly mm, often. Regular, yeah. I don't want to be sitting on an airplane full of people who haven't been screened while me, because I'm a citizen, 
have been exposed to radiation and in some cases fondled inappropriately and my stuff gone through and x-rayed. But yet, oh, you're not from here? Go on over this way and just jump on any plane. What the hell? Right. It's. It, I never look. You know, Reagan started this mess. Back in his term, he decided we would give a small number of illegals. And it was like four or five million amnesty, and give them a fresh, clean slate. Right. And I was too young to know what the hell that was all about. And when you read up on it, all we did was said. Go ahead, do it again. We'll do this again in a few years. Right. And now there is a bill on the on the Senate or in the House floor that has bipartisan support that is going to give more money to Ukraine. Shocker. Send money to Israel. None of our business. <clears throat> and open up seven hundred and fifty million dollars to uh, help the border. Oh, and give up to twelve million illegals yeah. amnesty. Oh, yeah, and allow an X number amount of illegals through the border each day. It just seems to me like maybe this is a deliberate attempt at flooding our country with illegals. Is it for, do you think it's for the elections or? I think it's a combination of things. A, I think it's for the elections because wherever these illegals land, They'll be counted on the census in about eight years. Okay. The census uh, under Trump, Trump tried to make it so that you could not count illegals on the census. The Democrats blocked it, as did the courts. And so those now get picked. Uh, Roughly for every 700,000 voters that live in a district state, a representative gets added. And uh, at some point, based on population, another electoral vote can be added. So even if those illegal immigrants, and I'm calling them that on purpose, even if those illegals aren't voting, they're being represented. And in many places where these immigrants are going, by and large, they're Democrat Democrat places. Here's the thing. Most of these illegals, if people follow the laws correctly, won't ever be allowed to vote. But their children will eventually. Right. And their children are likely to be supportive of the people that were supportive of them and who paid their way, thereby, you know, the Democrats. So they're buying votes in a a roundabout way. Long term, yeah, it sounds like. Plus, there's also this other conspiracy theory. I hate using that term anymore because after the 2020, it's like, it's not conspiracy theory. It's called reading the future. Um (laughs) There's another theory out there that this is a a purposeful opening so that factions of people who hate America can come in here and group together. And when the the, the time is is appropriate, they will mass together and kick our asses or attempt at least. Well, and that's funny because that's what I thought of when I saw the insurrection at the at the White House. Is, you know, how many of these people came in illegally and now they're starting to riot and try to storm the White House, you know? Yeah. No, this is. I know that's a long stretch. I'm just. No, I don't think it is. I really don't. At this point, nothing, nothing would surprise me. Right. I never thought I would see the day where the Democrats were divided. And yet here they are. 
and they're very divided when it comes to Hamas and Palestine, or Hamas, Palestine, and the Israel conflict. Yeah. Very divided. Now they're not divided by race or divided by class or divided by education. They're, they're not as divided as the right, unfortunately, because we bit the bait that Obama threw out for us in eight, nine, ten, eleven, and during that treacherous area era. But the Democrats are starting to unravel a tiny bit. The Saturday night when the uh, pro-Hamas faction was demonstrating at the White House, they were um, chanting gleefully, fuck Joe Biden. So, I mean, at least we can find something we all agree on, <laughs> right? Um, however... And how much it rhymed with uh, quit bombing Yemen, you know? <laughs> there was some of that, too. No, no more bombs for Yemen. Um, you know, but I just... I can't. Biden was asked the other day uh, if he thought that the border issue was a crisis yet. And that clown said, "No, no, it's not. Yeah, it's not. No, you know, Kamala Harris had a, a point early on when she first became vice president, and she was the border border czar, 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 huzzah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she said something that was intriguing." And I'm going to find it real quickly. I think I can find it rather quickly. But she was telling these these people from other countries because one of the things the right was screaming was they're going to just continue to bring these people into our country and blah, blah, blah. Well, that didn't happen. But uh, Kamala Harris did come out and tell people that they needed to stay in their country and they needed to... Um, come in the right way. They needed to do it legally. Unfortunately, they're not doing it. They're not listening at all. They don't have to. If if the border's wide open as it is, why do they have to sit there and wait and do it legally when it's just as easy, if not easier, to come in illegally and then, you know, be be pampered when you get here? Especially if if I come legally, A, I got to pay a lot of money. B, I got to do a lot of jump through a lot of work. Yeah. But if I come through illegally, I get a debit card, yeah. I get a phone, I get health insurance. So so here, here was uh, early on, here's where there might be a little extra to this. Do not come. Do not come. She told him, don't come. Do not come here. Of course, Trump had his own response to it. Do not come. Do not come. I'm going to come. <laughs> you know I had to throw that in. I had to. Whoever put that together is freaking genius. So, you know, they, they, I give them credit for we the illusion. an editor like that. Oh, no doubt. Like, we're all we got. And that's not great. We're not horrible. No, we're not. I've heard worse. Oh, I have too. <laughs> Although I have heard a couple of high school guys doing a, a podcast. They sounded pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, they were good. There's that whatever podcast. Yeah. Oh my god, that guy had me rolling. He had a guest on there. I was just a while I, back. I, I like watching that one, only because it makes me laugh. At oh, it's some hilarious. of the stuff that has been said and the because he usually has women on there and they're going back and forth about you know, women and men's issues, right? And uh, it, usually they get into a nice conflict over which is better, you know. And he's always trying to tell them, you know, you don't have to do all that. Right. You know, you don't have to sell yourself on. Yeah. Well, there's a, they had a, 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 a guy on, I can't remember his name, 
but he was he was pretty critical. The the girls that they typically have on are very liberal. Yes. They're very um What's funny is the one thing that they pointed out to these girls in one of the episodes is you're very liberal, but you want a conservative man because what you're describing what you want in a man is a conservative man. Right. You want somebody who wants to go to work, who wants to, you know, take care of you and pay the bills and is very protective of you. What you're describing is a conservative man. But you don't want to be a conservative woman. And you don't want to have to live with somebody who is conservative. Right. This gentleman, there's a panel of females that are, he tells us they're OnlyFans models. And he annihilates them. Yeah. Yeah. Let's take a listen. A lot of things will be hard for you to comprehend. That's why you're in sex work, because you can't offer value in the marketplace. AKA you're stupid. (laughs) Don't worry. I'm not really talking to you. I'm speaking against you as a symbol. A symbol of what? A symbol of a declining society where people lack values. Mm -hmm. So the point is this. If you had IQ and skills Mm -hmm. to offer to the marketplace, you can earn a good income. Being that the most valuable thing about you is Mm -hmm. something that you never earned. You didn't earn knowledge. You didn't earn skills. It's your breasts that you paid for and your butthole. So you market that (laughs) to earn money, which is to say, if I took your brain and placed your brain into a man's body, you would be in poverty. I'm just good for nothing. Yep, you can't. No, you are good for something. That's why you have OnlyFans. And that's my point is that that's what you're good for. Ouch. Oh, my God. I hope they called an ambulance after that. <laughs> he just destroyed those girls. Here's the thing. We were talking off air, and I I said, hey, if you can make money showing your butthole and your boobs. Good on you. Go for it. Absolutely. Make as much money as you possibly can while you can. Yeah, it's a very short window. Exactly. So you might as well. But you also have to realize that you've put yourself in a position of now that's out there. Yeah, your great-grandchildren are going to see your butthole so you, as well. You're going to have to own what you did to make that money. Imagine the kids who will grow up yeah, and eventually see their mother, or in some cases father. Or grandmother. Uh, or grandfather. Even worse. Yeah. Naked. Yeah. Performing. In a very sexual Yeah. I got to say that's got to be traumatizing. It would be. I'm thinking about my mom. And- I'm trying not to think about either of them right now. And look, you know, sex work is sex work. Do do you. Um, what you do behind closed doors should stay behind closed doors, as Robert used to tell us. Yes. What goes on between a man and his dog, stay between them. I think that's how he put it. Something like that, yeah. Um, but... OnlyFans isn't behind closed doors necessarily. No, it's behind out there. Paywall, but those are easily screen grabbed as we've seen time yeah. and time again. And, you know, we're already in a declining era of society where our birth rates are going down, sperm counts are going lower. Men more and more are remaining virgins until they're, th- they're, they're mid 20s and 30s, while women are going out there and just being pegboards for a lot of these alpha males, if you will. Meanwhile, these other men are waiting for opportunities to have a traditional family right. unit. Um, and porn, chemicals is all somehow, you know, percolating into this. And it's not, I don't think it's just one issue. <clears throat> I think a lot of it's selfishness. You know, I want yeah, to travel greed. first. I want to, yeah, yeah, I want to do all these things. But then what we're finding is we're seeing videos more and more of these 
mid 30 something ladies who are saying, well, I've had all my fun and now I'm ready to settle down, but nobody wants me. Well, well, think about this. If I've got me a sandwich and I made that sandwich to be, you know, clean and the way I wanted it, um, I, I had a way of, I had, I had some say in the shaping of that sandwich. I would take pride in that sandwich. But if you just throw a fucking roast beef sandwich in front of me, I'm probably not going to be as excited about it as I am if I worked towards the completion of it. Right. And I know that's an odd analogy, but... A little bit. The reality is I get that, where you're going you know, with that, though, yeah. Most of these women who are, quote-unquote, ready to settle down, some of them have a kid. Some of them have been run through worse than Union Station in New York. <laughs> you know, and some of them haven't. I'm not saying all of them. But it used to be where the guys were the ones that you, you know, they're all trophies, notches yeah, on the yeah. belts. Um, and now that's not as big of a thing as it used to be. But now when you have this freedom of society dating and, and women, you know, being their own and enjoying these things, they're, they're finding out that while they may be beautiful, they may be successful, guys are hearing how many? Yeah. Hard pass, thanks. Well, yeah. To to defend that industry a little bit, it, like I said, if, if you find a way to make money for yourself, to better yourself in your situation, and it, and it entails doing porn, right. you know, I'm not, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, then okay. But you have to live with your decision. Right. And you can't whine about not being able to find a guy if your previous profession was sex work. Right. Because it needs, it's going to limit your suitors. You were telling me about a, a documentary. Yes. Yeah. There, there's uh, two, actually. There's two. There's this guy and his brother who decided to do a documentary, and it's called After Porn. There's there's one and then there's two right it, it, and it's about they interview porn stars you know old time porn stars um, you know Jenna Jameson people like that right. uh, Tracy Lords you know people that were in porn and then tried to, to break out of it and facing the difficulty of getting away from the sex industry is not as easy as you think it is you know that there has been a you that have gotten profession you know stayed in the acting profession after that but they've always considered you know b-listers because of that situation that they would put themselves in prior now if you do porn and you and you move on to do something else like there's a a, a, a porn star that she was in porn so long and uh, she was associated with the stern show that she now all she does is art and she sells her art and her photographs and stuff that she does. And, and she does very well with that. So there is a way to get out of it. Sure. So uh, you have to own what you've done. You were saying that part of the thing they talk about is the drug addictions and the, uh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> the inability to find a connection Yeah. after the, the escape. I, I don't remember there was a porn star that, was on X for a time, I don't know if they still are, who brought up those issues, who talked about, you know, sure, at the moment, yeah, I was making money. 
yeah, I was popular. Yeah, I was famous. But are those the people you want to be famous for? And then once it was over, and it, it's a short window, I was just set out with the trash. And, oh, yeah. When the industry is done with you, it's done with you. You're, and, you it's know, over. The addiction that, that plagues that because so many of these girls that are getting into it, while they may portray this wonderful, uh, wholesome. lavish, yeah, wholesome yeah. profession, they're, they're numbing by being high. They're doing, you know, drugs. They've got mental health issues that aren't being addressed. And so the addiction status, once the porn industry is finished with you, they don't care what your state of mind is. There's no, you know, the only thing they care about is did you test clean this week? Right. And that was the other issue is a lot of uh, the male talent. Uh, they're forced out, out of porn at a certain age. And they're they're forced out of the normal, if you will, porn, the, the boy-girl porn. Right. And then they're forced into doing gay porn. Which to to still make the money that they were making. Well, and the interesting and thing it's is more dangerous when you talk to those males. They'll tell you, "I'm straight." Well, I gotta be honest. <laughs> yeah, are you? <laughs> I don't know if I agree with that statement. Maybe you're bi, okay? But the, a lot of the guys I've seen a couple documentaries that say, you know, guys aren't the focus in in the porn industry, and so you know they're afterthoughts. They're only paid, you know, relatively poorly. The only way guys can make money in porn is to do gay porn. Right. And unfortunately for the that industry, the only way they can make good money is to do unprotected gay porn. Right. And like you were stating, that leads to a whole host of problems. It does. And, you know, what is it doing to society if we've got porn running everything? You know, and, and you hear people, oh, what, you know, looking at, looking at boobs or looking at this or looking at that, but... What's the harm? Well, the harm is you've you 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 program the mind to expect a certain outcome. You expect the mind to ex you you program the mind to expect a certain way of of how things should go. And what you find in reality is that just because a female plumber comes over to change a pipe under the sink doesn't mean that she's going to blow you. <laughs> <laughs> and now all of a sudden you're disappointed because nobody's coming on to you the way that these porns make you think they will. Right. And now you're kind of, you know, maybe some people get bitter and nasty about it. Maybe some people get, you know, th this expectation that once behind closed doors, if I wrap my hand around your neck, you're just going to do what I want you to do. Yeah. Or, you know, and I don't want to get too super graphic, but, you know, it, it I got to be honest, guys, it's not calm, especially if you're younger. Not super common to blow on her face. Just not a thing. No. At all. They, they, they actually get angry. Very. <laughs> like super pissed. Um, even if it's an accident. Yeah. And look, we've all had accidents <laughs> like that before. But, I, you know, I, I just, you wonder how much of a degradation that plays into society. Well, yeah. And that's, that's what some of the female porn stars that were on that documentary were saying is to find a man that will treat you like the human that you are, the person that you are after seeing what you've done. I got it. It's be, really difficult to find that guy. I'm glad you said that. I didn't even think about that Yeah, because. Wow. Yeah. Well, you just opened the whole <laughs> fucking door there because think about it. If you, you see that your significant other, not wife yet, 
Yeah, your girlfriend. Whatever. Girlfriend, in love interest, whatever. You happen to notice, oh, she, she does porn. Oh, so you know she puts out, does she really? You don't know, first off. But then you see her on screen doing all these things, or in a case of a woman, your potential mate sees you on screen. He expects. Well, you did it there. That you're going to do those things. Yeah. He knows because it's on film. You don't say no. He knows that he, he can do all these weird, sometimes creepy things with you. But you want to be treated like a lady? Yeah. And I'm not saying you shouldn't be. No, absolutely. What I'm saying is that you have put out there for the world to see that you aren't a lady. You've, yeah, you, you demeaned yourself pretty far. You know, you, like you said, you've, you've taken it to a low. Yeah. Now, it's, it, it is up to you to say, uh, yeah, that's... I got paid to do that. Sure. So that's the only time that that's going to happen. And it's up to the man to respect. Yeah, you. absolutely. But uh, yeah, for me and you, that's a no. I, I, I was just sitting here thinking <laughs> if, if I were, say I was 25, 30 years old again and I was single and a beautiful lady uh, catches my attention. And after, you know, a date or conversation or whatever for a little while, she's, oh, I'm into porn. Oh, me too. I like to watch it occasionally. No, 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 no. I'm in porn. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, oh, well. I can't be. Um, <laughs> how would I react to that? And I, I just, I, especially then, and probably still more so now, I know how I was then. Yeah, right. I, I can't say that I, oh, cool. Good luck to you. Hope everything works out well. Uh, but yeah, I just can't imagine sharing that sheath. <laughs> I don't mean to be so crass, but, um, and that's probably just the jealous guy in me, but it's also the, I don't want to sleep with those 3000 other guys that you've had relations with. Right. Um, you know, I don't, I don't want that many tunnel buddies. <laughs> tunnel buddy, buddy. I don't. It's just, call me weird. Sword sharing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we don't need to all put our sword in the same sheath. Um, so I think it, it would it would have an, an impact for sure. And then, you know, we look at what society's turned into today. It's just it's disgusting. It is. And, and you know, and going and it's really hard right turn or left turn going back to the immigrant problem, um, immigration problem, excuse me. The illegal immigration. Problem. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah um, how that goes and deals with the the girls selling their buttholes on on it, OnlyFans. It's purposeful. Yeah, it, it's a hard you know it's hard to put those two together. But what do you think is going to happen in our country if we're letting these people millions of people come into our country and we're paying them to do nothing? Basically, um, they're not paid to be productive citizens in our country. I don't have a problem if you come in in legally mm -hmm. with a work visa and you, you're doing whatever job you decide to get or, or that you can get. Um, I don't have a problem with you at all right. when you come in here and then we're paying you and then you're just fucking up our traffic. Right. <laughs> well, uh, let me be the creep. Okay. I'm going to be the creep. Um, next time you're on OnlyFans, gentlemen. And you're looking at that younger girl with that beautiful, sensual smile and that longing or whatever the hell it is that makes you subscribe to somebody's OnlyFans. I don't know. Was she trafficked? 
That's a good question. Was she brought across the border for this purpose? Is she old enough to be here? Because, oh, well, she has to be, to be on OnlyFans. Okay, yeah, because that worked out real well in Pornhub. <laughs> I was going to say, there's a, um, um, I just saw this article a while back, but it's, there, there's a website that does the cams, does the, the cam girl stuff. It's called Cam Soda. Well, a lot of the girls that on Cam Soda were trafficked and put on these cams, but they were trafficked from Ukraine. Fascinating. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, so they were they were basically snatched off the streets in the Ukrainian cities or in all over Ukraine and then forced into these houses, these hostels, whatever you want to call them, and then perf- told that they had to perform on cams. And uh, the, the only thing that they got out of it was a place to live. They're over here, and that's all you need. Well, and a lot of them were turned into uh, um, bridesmaids or bride uh, mail, mail, mail order brides. It, it's it's a disgusting dilemma that. So they were still trafficked. Yeah, that this country has put itself in, in that the illegal border crisis or the illegal immigration that's that's plaguing our border right now. Um, and, and let's be honest, I, the left has done this purposefully. Now, we don't know the exact why, but I can tell you this. It's a good insurance policy because if whoever it is on the right, if they win and they take office, they've all said, with the exception of, uh, the exception of Nikki Hillary, she wants to keep them because we shouldn't call them illegals because they're, they're people too. No, they're illegal. So are murderers, but we, <laughs> we tend to just call them what they are. Well, they they got into our country illegally. illegally. So they're now illegal they're immigrants. They're not here yeah. by the law. So these illegal immigrants have come across, and again, everybody but Hillary, Nikki Hillary. I want to be, I could call her Hillary Haley. I don't know. <laughs> she's, 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 either way it works. She's still a dummy crat. Um, with her exception, they've all said they're going to do a mass deportation. What does that look like? It's not pretty. No, it's not going to be pretty. So they they round everybody up. Yeah. Where do they put them? Yeah. How do they get them to the border? It's going to look bad. It's going to be a PR nightmare. A a PR nightmare that was, you know, created by uh, Joe Biden's administration. Fully orchestrated. Well, somebody, you always hear, stay with me for a second. You always hear about how Trump's going to be a dictator when he becomes president. He's going to be a dictator, blah, blah, blah. Well, that it is also true for Joe Biden. If you think about what he did his first week in office, right, he shut down all this stuff. And one of the, his, his executive orders is to reverse what Trump started to do with the border. Mm-hmm. He wanted to reverse all of it, which you know, later on, years later, decides to finish building the 20-mile stretch of wall. Which didn't do any fucking good because it's in a spot that wasn't a problem, but but it looks good. But he basically stopped all the the immigration stoppage that Trump had put in place. He, he erased it. Why? Why would he erase that? Doesn't benefit him. Yeah, that's all I can think. Yeah, but I think I know where you're headed with it because it's all orchestrated. It's a long game. To it, yeah, four D chess to be a PR nightmare for when the right, whoever it is, takes office. Yep. They're fucked. Uh, that's where I was, yes. Yeah. Absolutely following where I was going with that. And it just, it, the 4D chess game is something that the left has 
always See, been we told better. you those right-wingers were racist. Look mm-hmm. at them. They're deporting those Mexicans or whatever those Mexicans, illegal. Haitians, yeah, whatever. They're, they're deporting them like they, you know, they... They're, they're, they're yeah. lining them up in these concentration camps. Remember when AOC went to the border because kids were being kept in cages under President Trump? Yeah. What the media failed to tell anybody... And her. And her. It made her look really retarded. Or, <laughs> if that's, if that's possible. <laughs> um, was that those kids in cages were started under Obama. Yeah. And they're really not cages. It's just makeshift fencing that's used to make a, a cell. Yeah. It's still ugly. It still looks bad. You know, yeah, the optics were horrible. But they didn't point that out under, under Obama because he's part of the machine. Yeah. And when did the media become part of the leftist machine? Well, right around 2007, 2008. Um, But it's really been that way a long time. It is. Who's running most of the media organizations in the country? BlackRock, Vanguard, Safe Street. Oh, and what do all of those have? They have DEI initiatives. It should be DIE to die. (laughs) <laughs> to kill a country here's the worst part i'm all for diversity all right i'm all for inclusion i'm not for equity at all yeah and a lot of people mistake equity with equality bingo and uh, there's a difference big difference equality means that we are starting out on the same line we're equal we are all getting the exact same opportunities it's what we do with those opportunities that that determines our outcome we should be guaranteed equality but not guaranteed outcome that's what this country was founded on yes and that's why it's stated in the in the constitution Constitution. in in, in the declaration of independence you know it's it's pursuit of life yeah liberty and the pursuit of uh, American dream or whatever it is. Oh, you know the thing. You know the thing. Wow. I just had a Joe Biden moment. I think I want to ship my pants. Ship your pants? I'm going to ship my pants. <laughs> if you miss the midweek tug, you got to go back. you got to get past all you the can, serious You can talk. ship your pants now. You'll be able to ship your pants. Some guy shipped, a, shipped his bed. Or she, and she, Lady she, shipped her drawers. Drawers, yeah. Grandma shipped her nightgown. That was, that was too far. It's too far. Yeah, go back and listen to the Midweek Tug. It's it's about the last, I don't know, 20 minutes or so. If you're not listening to the Midweek Tug, what the hell's wrong with you? That's, yeah, you missed something. That's far better than these shows. These shows are just bitching about politicians and giving oh, yeah. opinions that really aren't qualified with anything. I just our opinions on what's going on in our country. Yeah, you and, should uh, have those too. Yeah, yours may not align with ours, and that's totally fine. Super cool if you don't. <laughs> Matter of fact, if if they don't align to a point, you should reach out to us, right? And we'll bring you on, yeah. And we'll let's discuss the merits of the we'll argument. We'll have a discussion. Yeah, not a debate. I don't like debates. Yeah, let's just have a discussion. I hated that class. I did too. <laughs> Especially well, when they made us debate the other side. Mostly because <laughs> I took it personally. I always did too. Yeah. Oh, I got pissed. Yeah. Especially if I was getting my ass kicked, which was often. Most of the time with me, yeah. And, and then I. As I grew older, I realized the reason I lost those debates was because I was I was arguing from a place of emotion. Exactly. Because you got mad. Yep. And yep. once you get mad, you're done. 
and I still do that. So I don't. Well, and that's true. Here is is when I get frustrated and or angry when I'm in an argument or a discussion, and I get frustrated and or angry, I shut down. Yeah, I won't listen anymore. Oh, and and, and it, that's the problem. I wonder if that's a man thing. It, well, it is, but uh, the the opposite or the what happens in a few minutes after I shut down and I realize I shut down and I'm not listening anymore. Uh, I'm not. I'm losing this. I'm going right. to lose this because I just gave up. And well, do you, do you give up? No, I don't give up. You know, then get your ass back in there. Right. You right. know, so it, it, it's, it's humorous it's conversation. Just, I have in my head. At, oh, at that moment. It's funny because I'm, I'm like, are you in my head? <laughs> Cause that's creepy. Cause I think those things or I'll be in the shower two days later going, fuck, I should have said that. I hate that. I do too. When, and cause I'm usually pretty quick with the comebacks and Same. slams. And it's always been a thing of mine, even when we were kids right. and we were in those confrontations, I've made you laugh when I would say Ooh. something to somebody. <laughs> we're in the most serious of moments and I'm trying not to laugh because he said some <laughs> jacked thing. But it, it never fails that after the confrontation, <clears throat> I, you know what I should have said? Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No doubt. Yeah. If you you got to go back and listen to that midweek talk. It was great. Um, to shift just a slight bit. Okay. DEI, and the reason I want to touch on this is just just uh, recently, about a week and a half ago, Alaska Airlines had a, fl- a flight that had just taken off. It had been in the air for about 15 or 20 minutes. I think the number I saw was it was somewhere around the 20,000-foot mark. And is this the one that blew the door? It, it was a plug. Oh, so okay. Boeing 737-9 is what this plane was. Now, if you go back and remember, Southwest Airlines and a couple other airlines had bought in several Boeing 737 eights and they got grounded for like four years because two of them fell out of the sky they were grounded for a while they got them fixed up and they just recently last year started flying again well these 737 six nines you can when you purchase an an airplane you i guess you have to pay extra for the emergency door no really well alaska airlines isn't a isn't necessarily a discount flying. No, it's actually a decent. It's not. It's not a full full high it's end. It's not either. Spirit, but right. it's not. It's not American United. Or, United, yeah. yeah. So they decided they weren't going to get the emergency door. So Boeing puts this plug, and it's basically just a plug for the door. They got a window. It's just like everything. It just doesn't open to plug a hole because it's a mass produced item. They all have holes where the emergency doors go. If you're not going to have a door, put a plug in it. So they put the plug in it. This, this, for whatever reason, this thing gone. It sucks out. Yeah. Uh, there were several phones sucked out. The, the biggest damage, if you will, was some 16 year old kid. His shirt got sucked off of him. And damn near sucked him out. Damn near got him. Thankfully, it was seat belted. Yeah. This is a good reason when you're seated, always have your seat belt on. They were able to land safely. There was no major injuries. A couple of people were hurt, but not really bad. They were hurt more from debris. Debris from- and the, the depressurization yeah, yeah, caught yeah. them. So this got a lot of people talking, and I don't remember who it was, but somebody brought up they believe that this is a direct result of the DEI initiatives that are being forced down the throats of this country. So how can that affect the airplane? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> so Boeing has adopted this DEI program no. very, very much so. They have 
hours long classes on these things and people have to sign contracts that they're going to be diverse. They're not going to be shitty people. Yeah. Wow. Weird. Um, so think about this for a minute. You and I open a widget company and this widget will save your life if it works properly. If it doesn't work properly, you're going to die, but whatever. And we make these widgets for a long time and everything's fine. Well, then we decide, you know, we're going to take this company public, which means we're going to open it up to investors. Right. And let's just hypothetically say there's these three big companies that do investments. Let's call them, I don't know, we'll call it Truck Guard, um, <laughs> Danger Street, and let's say White Sand. Okay, we'll call them those. Okay, yeah. just made up. They come in and they say, "We want to invest in your company. We're gonna we're gonna sell your we're, company to our and investors. You're looking to make millions. And you're gonna of dollars. make millions and millions of dollars. This is gonna be a good thing for you. However, before we do this, we need you to sign this this pledge that says that you will, above all else, hire diverse group of people." Based on their race, sexual preferences, uh, you know, handicap, yeah. all of it. You're going to hire them based on that. Not because of their, their skills. You're going to hire them because they, they fit into the DEI mold. Fuck it. We're going to make millions. Boy. We, we will be rich. So we sign it. Yeah. And so, so now we're forced to hire these now, less than qualified. Uh, let's say a, a mentally challenged um native american okay comes in female all right let's just wrap it all in put them all in there native american female who is mentally challenged comes in and wants a job well this is a pretty technical job but we did sign a contract and if we don't we're going to be broken and we're going to our company's going to go out let's hire let's hire so we hire we we figure we'll find something for her to do Somehow or another, she makes it onto the to the production line, and she's never been to school. She doesn't understand the the the, the engineering piece of the widget, and you know they get passed. They go, and now. And meanwhile, we hire uh, um, a black lesbian, um, trans, trans, you know, black trans, to be the QC, the quality right. control. Who also has never been to school. Has never been to school. Does right? not have any engineering. Right. And also for manager, we hire an Asian. Oh, that's not a good one because those people are they know everything because they're intelligent. <laughs> um, you know, some other minority group. I, I don't say that as a slash. Somebody's going to be like, I can't believe he said that. Fuck you. They're smart. They're was, smarter than funny. us. That was just funny. They're smarter than us. They're fucking more intelligent. That's why you can't use them like that. But some other minority group fits in, but they don't have any of the college experience. But we got this contract. We have. To, my point is this. Mm -hmm. Boeing has signed off on that. So somebody somewhere in that company is hiring people who are not qualified for the job, but they're hiring based on their skin color, based on their identity, based on some reason that doesn't have anything to do with them knowing what they're doing. Right. And now we've got plane problems because after they grounded the planes, they found several other door plugs. A few of them didn't have any bolts. Most of them had loose bolts. There's a problem. Yeah. Now, if all the airlines are doing this, 
how much longer before planes start falling out of the sky because of diversity, equity, and inclusion? Good question. I'm not saying that's the absolute, but it's something you need to think about because let's face it, if I'm driving in my car on the interstate and something goes wrong, I can pull over and take a look. Yeah. If you're 39,000 feet in the air at 500 miles an hour and something goes wrong, you can't really do much you, but pray. If something breaks on your car, if you're on the highway or the interstate or even on surface streets, something breaks on your car and, and you lose control of your vehicle, it's usually either going to be a single car accident or just you one or two cars. There's only going to be a few people. A few hurt. people hurt. An airplane that fly, falls from 37,000 feet is going to crash into a, a hopefully into a, a non-populated area. That's 200 people at least. Yeah, but there's 237 or more that have died. Right. And so is this a, is DEI something this is the problem with DEI is that we're hiring based on color not on merit. Yeah. There are companies out there right now posting for positions making it clear white males do not apply. Yeah. People of non-color do not apply. Men do not apply. And so far, nobody's gone, hey, um, there's discrimination happening. But when they do, will the courts have the balls? And I think the short answer is no, because most people can be bought. Yeah. Most people can be bought. Well, and it's been proven that a lot of the judicial has been bought. If you look at some of the shit that's gone on. It's you know, bizarre. It's disgusting. It is. I mean, just for a quick little example is if I was to have to testify in front of Congress and because this, this one person's next in line to ask me questions, I say, fuck this and get up and walk out. I'm going to be held in contempt of court or contempt of Congress. Excuse me. Right. And probably face some jail time. Well, the president's son does it. It's no big fucking deal. Right. And then goes back two weeks later, sits into a hearing to mock them yeah. and taunt them. Because he's the president's son. He can get away with it. They, they've, they've voted to hold him in contempt of Congress. Here's the problem. The DOJ is the one that has to execute it, and they won't. We know they won't. Because they're in the pocket of... Merrick Garland is doing everything in his power to protect the president's yeah. son. But at what point, <clears throat> and I think we're close, at what point... Do the Washington elites stop? Because I've noticed the media is starting to criticize a little bit. Yeah. They're still bringing out Jill Biden and asking her, what do you what do you make of what the Republicans are doing with Hunter? Oh, it's disgusting. I, he's, he's got, he's got an, 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 an addiction. No, he doesn't. He said he kicked it. That's what he said. He said he kicked the addiction. So, man, I'm good on him. Good yeah. on him for kicking an addiction. I can't imagine how difficult that would be. But he still broke the law. He's still a lawbreaker, and he, look, he still hasn't faced the consequences of his actions. To go back to our porn conversation, if you're going to put your wiener on your, 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 your laptop and you're going to have prostitutes and naked people and, and sexual activities, you're not a victim. No. Oh, by the way, and if you're stupid enough to take your laptop being who you are, to the store, to get fixed, and forget to pick it up. You're not a victim. You're dumb. I, <laughs> I don't know why this, this, this thought hit me very hard. What's up? If, if I were to die, 
Yeah. However, and my brother slept with my wife. I hope I'd come back and haunt him. <laughs> Where are you going with this? <laughs> Bo Biden died. Oh, oh, yeah, you're right. I got and you. Hunter Biden banged his wife. Think about that for his a minute. His sister-in-law. Yeah, his sister-in-law. Think about that for a minute. Your uncle bangs your mom. I have so much I can say right now, but I'm not going to. I just as well. I don't. I, but nobody's nobody's talking about how creepy that is. Like he lived with her for a while. Yeah. And you know the other thing that people aren't talking about that has factually been proven. Let me let me back off of that. I don't want to say that. The evidence that was found has been accredited to the person who was alleged to have written it. I'm speaking, of course, of Ashley Biden and her diary. Ashley Biden is the president's daughter. She had a diary that she left somewhere. The landlord found it, kept it with her stuff, kept telling her to come get it, come get it, come get it. It's a Biden thing. They just leave their shit and forget about it. So somehow or another, Project Veritas, before they went tits up, got their hands on this diary, and in there is a... a uh, um inscription I, guess. I don't know what you do in a diary there's a note something to the effect of dad keeps coming into the shower with me late at night i think it's wrong it might be wrong or something like that no that's definitely wrong <laughs> and you know it's wrong that's and why I you think wrote, she was like 12, wrote your entry into 12 your or 13 diary, or 14 yeah. years old at the time and nobody's talking about this other than some right-wing punditry who's bringing it up but man the media is not touching it no and did you see what happened the other day when he was, it was, it was actually, it was, uh, I think it was Friday or Saturday that, um, the president was in a, some kind of meeting and they were talking to him about, uh, um, the, the strikes in Yemen. Right. And so he's walking by and he's walking towards the cameraman and the, the, the reporter asking the question and, uh, he's talking about the strikes and all of a sudden, there's this little girl sitting there, oh, God. and he literally stops everything he does and leans over and whispers. I don't know what we can't really hear what he's right. whispering in her ear, but you could see it in her face. She's like creeped out that this old guy. I think I did see that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then he starts walking again, and it's like nothing ever happened. It was funny is to watch the people behind him, the the Wranglers, if you will, right, freaking out that he got distracted by a little girl. You know. Well, if you notice, since the year started, usually there is a a beginning of the year like press conference that the president gives. But the president hasn't given any press conferences in several. I think it's been a few months now. Well, he did that one on Gen Five. Well, that was a he didn't do a press conference. That was a no, speech. No, yeah, it was a speech. Right. Um, now, if I remember correctly, Mike Johnson, Speaker of the House, is is asked the president to come give the State of the Union here soon. Yeah. That'll be interesting to see how that goes. How many times will he whisper? He does it all the time. And how many times will he get indignant mad and yell? And come on, man. Come on, man. How many how many times will he look like Walter? Tricky games, man, is what we're going right? to How many times is he going to make his face look like Walter um, from Jeff Dunham? You're always. He's always That's just like his that. face. 
I, I don't, I, I'm just, I mean, you know, a, he's so full of shit. You know, he's really lying through his teeth when he squints really hard. Oh yeah. He's looking <laughs> for the, he, I couldn't figure it out early on. Why don't these people who voted for this asshat? Yeah. How do they, how do they not see these things? Right. And still think they did the right thing. I, I'm going to give an example of, you can tell when he's lying, when he squints uh-huh. is when he was doing the Gen five speech. Right. And he was talking about all the funerals he went to. Oh yeah, that were involved or direct correlation to the January sixth riots. Mm-hmm. He was squinting so hard. You know, he was like, I thought he was pushing. It looks like he is pushing. Yeah, but that if you go back and look at other things that he's lied he about, a lot, huh? Yeah, he, that's his tell. You know, I, I just, uh, I mean, how can you vote for this guy? Uh, I get. The hatred that existed for Trump. Yeah. But you've got a guy who I don't think he could tell the truth if he if he tried. He's lied about a lot of stuff that he doesn't need to lie about. Three times he ran for president. Three t- two times he had to withdraw for plagiarism. Yeah. He lied. He, he just lies about everything. Yeah. Come on, man. You know, I, you know, I'm telling you, you know, man, yeah. I, I just you. I kept asking how. I get that they would be, I don't want Trump too much. I need to vote. Okay. I, I, I respect that. But now that he's been here, all I keep saying is how, how can you vote for him? How again? can you continue to do it? And then I watched for the first time in a while well, last it, week, I watched the mainstream media. Yeah. They paint him in a fairly good light. They do. But I was going to say, we both admitted to voting for Obama mm-hmm. the first time. Yep. And we, after that first time, we both realized bad we move. fucked up. Yep. So when the next election came, we neither one of us voted for him. Nope. Voted we, for McCain. I didn't vote for McCain. Makes me sick, but I did. <laughs> I, I, I voted third party. I wish I would have. <laughs> Not that it matters. But. Only, like I've always explained, the reason why I've voted for either independents or and or libertarians is to try to get a third choice it's, up there it's the only way we can get it is to get the vote. enough votes yeah to get a percentage of it and until we can get that you percentage, need, i think it's like 15 to 20 percent or something, something like, that, like that to get them the problem on with, there the problem with the libertarian party as a whole now since the mises caucus has taken over they're getting better and i had hoped that maybe they would put up a candidate who was serious this time unfortunately they didn't um, well, what's his name is running as a libertarian, but he's not getting any traction at all. The comedian, Dave Smith. Yeah. He's not running. I thought he was. No. So you back out or what? No, they, the libertarians asked him to, he, he said he, he respectfully declined. Um, so they put up this other guy who, who's just not a serious candidate. Now I think the Mises caucus has only taken over the libertarian party over the last year. And I think they've got some time. They need to build up this movement. Uh, and look, I don't agree with everything in the Libertarian Party, but we need that third party. Yes. And I I support anything I can do to help get that third party. The problem is I think that as soon as they get to that goal, they're going to move the posts. Oh, That's yeah. what they do because this two-party system works for the powers that be. Yeah. Um, it would be nice to get that third party just to break up the monotony. Yeah. Um, I almost want Brewster's from Brewster's Millions to run. Oh, <laughs> last week, last week, um, wasn't that the one? Uh, none of the above. Yeah, none yep. of the above. Yeah, none of the above. <laughs> and he ended up winning. 
<laughs> well, that's that's so for those that aren't familiar, it's not an eighties show. It's eighties. Uh, yeah. Guy gets I don't remember the number. Was it just one million? No. Ten million? No. Um, it's Brewster's millions. Is right. in uh, um. Oh, I'm blinking right now. Eddie Mur not Ed Eddie Murphy. No. No. Give me a second. <laughs> the I other can black see comedian. his face. <laughs> I can't Richard believe we're Richard Pryor. Yes, Richard Pryor was in. Um, he gets thirty million That's that he has to spend in thirty days. Cannot spend anything on himself. No. Can't. Can't have anything. Can't of have anything. Any anything materialistic about. thing at the end of the thirty days. Right. And can't give it away. And can't. Well. Not give the cash away. No, you can't just give the thirty million away. Right. He, you, know, you have to have receipts for everything. Yeah, and there's all there's that. some rules to this. Yeah. Uh, anyway, if you get a chance to watch it, it's Great. a really it's good movie hilarious. because it, part of it, he realizes the biggest money suck is politics. And uh, so he starts a campaign where he didn't like either one of the mayors mm -hmm. that are running or governors or whatever it was. And so he starts a campaign where he basically he says, don't vote for anybody. Don't for any, none of the above. Yeah. Right in none of the above. Yeah. And then he won. He actually won the election. So that was the funny it's, thing. It's a good flick, and it, it, it's it's telling how yeah. comedy used to view politics and probably still does. It they does. just don't talk about it. Well, it, they, they feel like they most comedians feel like they have to be on the side of the left so they don't get canceled. Bill Barr, we're talking to you. Yeah. Pussy. Yeah. He used to be he the used guy. to be hilarious. He used to be the guy who called out everything. And now you've backed out, and yeah, you turn into a pussy. Pussy. Um, there's a couple. There's one guy I really like that's standing his ground, and he's like, "Go ahead, try to cancel me." That's Matt Rife. You know, he he got called out on uh, on social media for talking about abusive relationships, and uh, the person that sent him that thing saying, "You know, hey, you don't know what's going on. You, you we should cancel you for this," and he sent them a meme of. <laughs> A kid wearing a helmet. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Comedy. And he, all he wrote was comedy hurts sometimes. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Um, Put your helmet on. <laughs> oh, uh, the guy who just did the. I, I just threw the blank. You're, you're contagious. Um, <laughs> uh, Help me out here. What trans guy. Um, he, he makes the trans comedy joke about uh um <laughs> damn it he's he just he just released another netflix earlier he made a big stink and the pissed off the trans community dave Chappelle. thank you so Chappelle comes out and he's finally said enough's enough yeah I, i'm not i'm gonna make fun of you I'm going to make fun of, of retards. I'm going to make fun of handicap. I'm going to make fun of the right. I'm going to make I'm going to make fun of everybody. That's comedy. If we had more people, and that's that's the key to this cancel culture. Stop giving a rat's ass and just be yourself. Yeah. Simple. Simple. If more look, if during the lockdowns, if people would have stood up and said no. Yeah. What are they going to do? Right. And that this this country was founded by people who said no. Yeah. 
we, we stood up to the tyrants at the time. By definition, they were insurrectionists. Take that and put it in your leftist pipe and shove it up your ass. <laughs> exactly. Every time that somebody says something about Jan 6 and how that was an insurrection, I was like, well, maybe it was just— Maybe it's time to change the government. And maybe it was us just doing another revolutionary work kind of you thing. Would you would think know? that the politicians that were there that day would have went, oh, these people are pissed. Yeah. No. Maybe we should no. rethink our stance. No. Oh, God, no. Let's double, they, triple down. They got, yeah, they, they got more <laughs> arrogant and more indignant, and now we're stuck with these assholes. That, that, and it, the problem is is all these these sections of the country that just continue to vote for the same BS. Right. AOC is going to stay until she decides she doesn't want to stay anymore. Yeah. She these, actually made a comment the other day that she hopes that she has the longevity and the career of Nancy Pelosi. Well, hell yeah. You go into, she went into politics. That's all she's ever done. Ever. But she, when she started, when she first went into the Senate or Congress, whatever it was, she was only worth like a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Well, she came from city councils and mayor. She she was the mayor of San Francisco. And it's just, it's disgusting how these people just, now she's worth almost $2 billion. And the fact that it's up to Congress to change for term limits for Congress is absolutely ridiculous. No, that should be a national vote. As should their rate pay raises. Oh yeah. There's the, why the, the talk about the Fox Garden Land House. Oh yeah. I wish I could vote on my pay absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like because I'd be living pretty comfortably. Not yeah. too many people gonna vote no. <laughs> right. <laughs> and if you do. <laughs> we'll take you out back and we won't buy you a steak we'll, dinner. <laughs> won't buy you a steak dinner. That's, I mean, that's, <laughs> hey guys, I'm really for this vote. And here's, here's how these conversations go. I really want us to get a pay raise. My constituents, though, they're not real happy with it right now. I, I got to sit this one out. But I, I'm just going to vote no, but you guys got the votes. It's already there. I just got to vote because I'm up for re-election. No, no problem. We got you. That's what happens. Yeah. All the, it's all smoke and mirrors. It's all smoke. Hey, guys, I got to vote no. Here, I got you covered. I'm going to vote no on this one yeah. because of this. But next time I'll vote yes. Yeah, next time I got you. But, uh, you know, Joe Manchin was doing it for years. Oh, and yeah. now he realized his people had caught on and he had to retire. I'm still waiting for him to throw his hat in the ring. I'm still waiting for it. I, and yeah. I think uh, it's probably less likely now, but it would have made sense. It would have made sense back then. Him and Kevin McCarthy team up. <laughs> Oh my gosh. The shit show that is DC. Dude, the shit show that is our country. What <laughs> happened? Well, I mean, that, like I was saying on the other show, is, is I, I watch Sky News and I watch the BBC. It is sad to see how much of a laughing stock we are to the rest of the world because they are constantly making fun of our resident in chief, um, how he's just incapable of doing anything. Can't put a sentence together to save his life, you know. When Australia is making fun of you, yeah. <laughs> you have fallen from grace. There are countries right now. That, and they're not nice about yeah, no. fucking with us. <laughs> no, there's, there's some European countries right now basically telling America, do not, yeah, under any circumstances, lecture us on democracy when you're arresting political opponents, yep. you hypocrites. Yep. We fought a whole world war against this stuff, and you guys are just doing it free willy over there. And the thing about it is, you know, when Biden gave a speech just recently talking about enemies of the country. Yeah. While he's locking people, he's talking about Trump being a tyrant. While he's locking up 
Trump because he's his political opponent. Yeah. I, it, it it's one of the, we've said it before the, the rules for me not for thee you know or vice versa you know either way there he was sitting there saying that you know on he's trump has said on his first day this is what he's gonna do well the f- number one thing is you're wrong because that's not what he said the first thing he was right. gonna do the first thing he was gonna do is end these conflicts right he wants peace in the world. Mm-hmm. What the fuck do you want? You don't obviously don't want peace because you just need to strike on Yemen. Now, that being said, I'm not opposed to what you did in Yemen. I get what you did. Absolutely. And it is the right of the president to make those calls. And it's I the right give thing you to do on that particular. Yeah. And I, I also I'll give you that one. But all these other conflicts that you are funding and backing in a Trump is against. Right. And I'm all for peace. No, we, 100%. And, and in the four years that we had with Trump, we had peace in the world. He crossed the DMZ by himself yeah. and went over into North Korea. First president to ever do it. Yeah. That took balls. Well, and of course, you get those people on the left saying that, you know, he's obviously in bed with uh, Kim Young, Kim Young, whatever his name is. Um, Kim, Kim, Kim Young, Kim Jong-un. Yeah, there you mm, go. Mm, mm, yeah. And, and, and Xi Jinping. He's in, in bed with these people. And of course, he's in bed with uh, Putin. However, Biden's got the receipts that says that. Xi Jinping paid him money. Yeah, in the sum of ten million. And Zelensky, you know, you need... Zelensky's just washing yeah. all that laundry money for him. Yeah, fucking pukes. And the only person that's not taking Biden's shit is Putin. You know, <laughs> he's like, you know, bring it. You know, <laughs> I don't want any more conflict. I don't want any more war. Well, but I gotta tell you, if somebody walked up to Biden and just punched him in the face. <laughs> I'd feel bad for the old man portion. Yeah. I wouldn't feel bad for for Biden or for President Biden or whatever. I'd feel bad for the old man that just took a fucking right hook to the head. I wouldn't feel bad for yeah. Biden. That's about as violent as I hope it gets with Biden. And that's, I don't even hope that. Well, I, watch now the Secret Service is going to knock on the door. <laughs> I'm not going to do no, it. No, we're not saying we're, we're going to assault the president. And it's, 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 it's more we just of wouldn't. a... We wouldn't, we don't condone it, but at the same time, we wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't cry about it. <laughs> Look, I mean, Secret Service would be knocking on the door and winking at us. I got to charge you anyway, but you weren't far off. <laughs> I don't want him to get hurt. I don't. But at the same time, for fuck's sake. Yeah, I, I don't want him to be assassinated because I don't want Camel Toe in Dear there. Dear God. So. Well, so. And I, I, don't, I don't want anybody to be assassinated. You oh. know? But at the end of the day... Well, that's the next move that they're going to do have to do on Donald Trump if if all these indictments and uh, criminal charges. Let's talk about that. If they fall short, that's the next move. I mean, I'm not trying to steal from Tucker Carlson, but he's got a fucking point. He's not wrong. And what happened when Kennedy was assassinated? Right. He was trying to. He was pushing civil rights. He was pushing. He was civil trying rights. to end the war in Vietnam or stop the conflict right. in Vietnam. And he was trying to dismantle the secret state. Yeah, and he was. He actually was trying to get rid of the CIA at the mm-hmm. time. So he he pissed off the wrong people. Yeah. Now Trump isn't pissed all them off yet, but he's pissed off the deep state. Yes. He hasn't pissed off the secret state yet. So they hit these indictments. Looks like Georgia's falling apart. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. I knew that one. And when Georgia falls apart, I think the other New York case that's not state or that's not federal, it falls apart. Then you've got the three. Yeah. 
Got the Florida and then Florida and then the two DCs. I think if Trump wins between the time the election's over and inauguration day, that's when it'll likely be. Yeah. Because they realized that they weren't able to get him locked up in prison. They yeah, weren't he's able still to one president he still won the presidency. And so they will have to defeat him. And I wonder, cause I don't know. And I mean this sincerely, if the president elect succumbs to whatever okay. and, and dies, how is that handled? Does the vice president automatically assume the role or that's a good question. I have to look that one up. That'll be an interesting time. I would hope see. that the, 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 What's that called? The power, the Congress? No, no, no. Oh. The, the section of power. Oh, right, right. I hope it would still go like if he was the president. Right. It, so would the vice president candidate would still be it the president? It makes sense. Now, Trump did say at the CNN town hall that he held last week that he has made a decision on the vice president. Thoughts? I am still a strong believer, even though some of the shit that's gone down recently. And the only reason I'm saying this is because it was similar stuff has happened in the past. But I'm a strong believer that Vivek will be his his running mate. I hope you're right. Only because Pence, when Pence was running for right. president um, during, against Donald Trump, they hated each other at that moment. Right. And now they really hate each other. But he ended up being the, not the, the at the time he was the best person it was for the best the v- choice for it for yeah. VP. Yes. Now he's got better choices. He's got Vivek. He's got, um, what's her name from South Dakota? Um, uh, Christy Noem. Yeah, Christy Noem. Um, the other guy, I'm blanking on his name. And, and the, the the strong rumor is that um, Roseanne Barr is in the running for his VP. God, help us all. I don't think that one will happen. Can you imagine? Let's just play that out for a minute. Let's just play it out for a minute. Roseanne gets in, gets picked as VP, and Trump has to break it to her that QAnon is all a bullshit thing. Yeah. That would break her heart. I don't think she could manage. Yeah, I I really think that's a far stretch. It's got to be a rumor. But these these are all names other than Vivek. These are all names that has been leaked by the president, the Trump candidate, or Trump campaign i wonder so other than vivek they haven't vivek but, hasn't but, come out but that's a that's a great choice because like the it. reason why i'm thinking that he is going to be the front runner for vp is it, they're playing that that typical magician game where they're you know right, look over right, here right. distract you over here with these ones <clears throat> makes sense possible and i'd be all okay with the the governor of south dakota being the vp i really would Except i think she's awesome voice. well yeah but you know because she's got the canadian slurs she does have a little bit of that but she's her policies are, in my opinion, very good. You know who's been quiet lately? Who's that? Nikki or um, Nikki? Jesus! Wow, no, we're not. We're well, not. I just drew a blank completely. Um, <laughs> Tulsi. Yes, she's been really quiet. Lately. She has been. That would be a good one. I would like that one. That would be an amazing one. The other one I think that would be really good, and I think. No, no. When you say she's been quiet, she has not been quiet on Instagram. No, no, no. She hasn't. But I mean, just. Generally in the in the in the out public, yeah, you know she hasn't been on making any media tours, hasn't been doing the Sunday Sunday talk shows. Um, she would be an interesting pick because yeah, of her but, leftist lefter leaning views, yeah. her more liberal leaning views. I think that would be a good. 
A lot of people are saying that she jumped ship, that she's now a conservative. It, it, the thing is, is, I don't, I've followed her for quite a while. Um, I don't think her views have changed. She that ha- much. They haven't. She is anomaly in the sense that she's a leftist. She's a traditional leftist. But yeah. she's pro Second Amendment. She's pro a lot of things that do lean right. She's a real life Democrat. Yes. Yeah. No, that makes She's a traditionalist. Sense. Yeah. I wonder. Now that would, to me. That would, in, in a heartbeat, I vote for Trump. If I would too. And it, to be fair, if Vivek is his VP, I'm voting in a heartbeat for Trump. I am too. I am full disclosure voting Vivek in the primary. Me too. Um, I think it's time to take a a new direction to the merit and the Make America Great platform, um, because a Trump's age, b the vitriol that surrounds Trump. If he's elected president, <clears throat> it will be another four years of constantly trying to catch up because the media will be constantly making things the, the DC bureaucrats will constantly be running, you know, interference. And I think it would be a wasted four years for much of his, his term. Now, Vivek is new. He's fresh. I don't trust him entirely still, but he's made a lot of statements. Yeah. Yeah. He has defended some of the things he's been accused of. For instance, he's been considered a Soros puppet because he received some scholarship money from a Soros-funded group, which he said himself, what college student, right, left, doesn't matter, yeah. is going to deny money for college. Yeah. And it was only ten grand. It's not like he was bought off. Well, he was named to uh, who's who in the WEF. They don't ask you about that. They just write it up. They don't tell you it's coming. They just put you up there. Yeah. He asked to have it removed. He's I, got the court papers to prove it. That's the one thing. I, one of the things I love about him is when you hit him with some of the stuff that is coming up, he will give you a legitimate response mm-hmm. that makes sense. To, you know, he's not trying to wash it away. He's yeah. like, well, this is what really happened. Uh, you initially, know? I was for the lockdowns. I was yeah. for the masks. Yeah. I was thinking that maybe vaccines were the way to go. Yeah. But as the things unfolded, I hey. started to see not right. working exactly what i, I want to hear that. from yeah exactly what i want to hear from uh, uh any po- politician yeah i think you're you're spot on you know whereas nikki haley said or desantis was hitting nikki haley last week that she wants to raise the age of retirement for social security i never said that and then the video comes out yeah. we need to raise the age of social security well, as as the people have getting living yep. longer, we need to rage. Yeah. So, so Vivek is my choice. Where in France they're rioting, right? And, and they're, but we're not seeing any <laughs> of that here. I, I, Vivek's my choice because we need a new, we need new blood, new blood. Yeah. We need younger blood. Yeah. If he doesn't get it, and look, I'm a realist. He won't. I think he has paved his path and shown that he is a contender. And I think that in 2028. Yeah, 2028, we'll see him again, and I think he's got a a very good chance unless he screws himself and becomes, you know, overly indulged. That being said... That's why I want him in now as the VP. Oh, yeah. Is is he's not bought and paid for just yet. I mean, as blatantly as some of the other ones are. Right. I'm going to preference that because he could be bought and paid for, but he's so new to the scene that it's less of a thing right now. And the fact that he's called out some of these 
you know, Nikki Haley for being corrupt, all these people for being corrupt, even DeSantis, he's called out, you know, and now he's gone after Trump on a few things. Mm, He's been soft. Yeah, but he's been soft on a lot of the other things for Trump. Now, when Trump came out and said, basically, fuck that guy, you know, I'm I'm paraphrasing. I think he has too. Exactly. And that's, that's Trump. Yeah. But it's also, it, it makes me believe what I said because... That's the shadow games that they play, the magicians play. Right. Look over here, look yep. over here. Fuck that guy. I don't want him. Guess who's going to be his VP? Right. No, I agree. Because that's almost exactly what he did with Benz. Tulsi would be a... That would be fabulous. Uh, for many reasons. I would love Tulsi and, and, and RFK to be... I just can't, I can't get to, I can't get RFK. I you know I did too much. I I, I fell too far into that <laughs> rabbit hole. Yeah, he's a little. Yeah, I went back like twenty five years, and I went, oh god. Yeah. Now look, in full fairness, people can change. Yeah. And I, I you know that's but I just I couldn't anymore. Tulsi would be a good choice because I think she could help bridge the gap at least partially with yeah. some of the more centrist liberals. Yeah, that's true. That would be helpful. I still think he has a struggle. Um, well, either one of those would be great VPs, absolutely. Either, either one of them, because they would actually do the job of VP a hell of a lot better than anyone we've had in the last eight years. I think for the work to be done, the best choice for vice president, at least currently, Elise Stefanik from New York. Yeah. She has a very no nonsense, a very, um, practical approach to getting shit done. Yeah. And I, I like the fact that she's from upstate New York area. Yes. She's not from the city, so yeah. she's not corrupted that way. So, yeah, I'm with you on that one. That would be a good one. But I, I think she's just a little lesser known than she is. Yeah, you're you're 100 percent right. Um, and because I'm sorry. No, go ahead. The younger conservatives that are out there right now, they're getting ready to, to vote right. maybe in their second, maybe their first mm. election. Yeah, they won't know. That's why I think Vivek would be a better ticket person because he brings to those people. Because right now, if it was Donald Trump and some old whatever person from right. the Republican Party, they're not going to get those votes right. of the younger conservatives. No, you're 100% dead on. Vivek brings – here's a guy with stamina. Oh, yeah. This guy last week – Foreign policy is going to be amazing when he's oh my God. VP. <laughs> Over the course of like three weeks, he visited every single um, county in Iowa yeah. twice. Yep. And then in the weeks leading up to the um, the caucus, held 319 events. 319 events. Works his ass off. And, and here's the thing <laughs> I really love about Vivek is that when, when a... Oh, I don't know what you. I don't want to call them because uh, they're they're not trying to be disruptors. But when people that disagree with him, or in many cases disagree with the the conservative platform, speak while everybody else is trying to shut them up, he's saying no. Let him speak. Let yeah. let me hear. I'm going to give you this microphone, and you have two minutes, and then you're going to let me respond. And it has worked well to his favor. And in one case that I know of for sure, he changed somebody's mind. And yeah. it was a trans woman, trans man, yeah. whose mind he changed. What a refreshing thing to see a politician do, but to directly, and you alluded to this just a few minutes ago, directly answer the question 
and not give me some pussyfooted answer that just dances around it and doesn't ever yeah, give Yeah, you're me not giving the, me the double the speak. substance. Yeah. yeah. Let me hear what you have to say. I don't have to agree with it, and you don't have to agree with me. But let me hear what your answer is. Yeah. And he doesn't shy away from that. That's why I, I know it's a, a, a far cry. And it's a stretch if he if he gets even close, especially now with him pulling into into third place uh, behind Haley and DeSantis. He's still the guy that makes the best sense in my mind. Yeah, he is similar in beliefs and and policy to Trump. Yeah, but he has his own unique. Let's be honest. Can he go in and cut seventy five percent of the government workforce in day one? No, he can't. No. Uh, he's even said that. He said, but I can cut a huge portion of it, and then over the next four years, I can continue to whittle it down. I think you'd, you know. Well, that honesty right there is exactly is awesome, you know. And that's what I appreciate it. It's not, well, I'm going to build a wall. And make them pay for it. And make them pay for it. Well, first off, you didn't make them pay for it. And second off, you didn't get it finished. Thirdly, you let Fauci run your fucking administration into the ground. And fourthly, you started... Operation Warp Speed. And you're still touting it, even though we've seen the evidence that we've seen that it's not perfect and it's not good. To his credit, he never pushed for the mandatory vaccines, which is fine. But he's not owning the fact that the vaccine thing was a bad idea. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd like him to say sorry. I'd like him to say, you know, we made these mistakes. He won't. It's Trump. I get it. But we can't continue to let the left, the corporate, and the war machine run our country. Oh, because no. they are going to put it into the ground because they don't give two shits about you or I or anybody listening to this podcast or anybody on this on this country's earth face. Yeah. They don't care. No. All they care about is the dollars in their bank account. Forgetting that. Without people like us, they won't get those dollars in the bank account. No. So. Well, see, we, we can't just quit our jobs and, and make money off the government like some of these illegals are, though. Amen to that. <laughs> oh, we could. We, we could try. Well, you know. I we, still say it's worth a shot. Let's just go sneak around Tijuana, come back up north, <laughs> and just see if we can get it. Look, just one time. We'll get five grand. We, we can't take a boat because, you know, I feel about water, so. Well, we, we walk across. Shit. I'll put a life jacket on you and drag your ass over the rail. I just, five thousand up to 5000 a month? Just for one person. For one person. Yeah. Well, I think it was for Sign family. But, you know, whatever. No, it was one. Was it? Yeah, that's the, that's what I heard. It's alleged. Yeah. yeah, it's alleged. Plus, they get a phone. Well, Plus, yeah. they get health insurance. Plus, they're giving them a place to live. Yeah. And you and I got to struggle to buy groceries. Oh man, I bought groceries for my brother. Oh, oh yeah. That's another story. Uh, support <laughs> what we do. Um, we keep doing this because we enjoy it, but we need your help. We can't do it for free, and we do want to move towards video sooner rather than later. And in order to do that, we're going to need help. Go to patron.podbean.com forward slash unrestrained. Become a member. Pick a tier. I'm not going to go into the whole Sarah McLaughlin phase, but <laughs> for as little as $2.50 a month, you can support us. And we'll continue to move forward and fight this culture war tooth and nail and talk shit about all politicians and both political parties. Yes, sir. Till next time, I'm Tommy. I'm Bear. And we are the Unrefined Guys. Have a great weekend. Over.